When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Could you check us out on the ESPN app? We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the deck. Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. All right, y'all. Well, there you have it. It's in the books. Football season underway. Key, yo, what's cracking? Listen, last night the Bills came in with all the hype. Long, long season to go. Long season to go. But so far, so good. They smacked the Rams, especially in that second half. Mm. Did they make a statement to you? Well, first of all, how are you doing, Max <laughs> Kellerman? A little excited, like, as you can tell. I know tell. you're really excited to dive right into the game. He was but. up until 1130 last night. You know what I mean? Long night for Max, coming yeah. in on hey, fumes. Hey, hey, look what I got for you, though, Key. Look what I did. He wore his Omega. Wait, can you see that? Oh, that's hey, what's up. He that's, wore that's, his Omega. That's, yeah, that's yeah, good. One, that's one of the other expensive watches that you have. Well, you can't but, put it in the screen. Is. Omega, this is an old classic Omega from the 60s. It's a legendary. Seamaster. See what I'm saying? You got a lot of uh, legendary historical, Watches. classical. Give me some other words that would go with that uh, in terms of. I uh, got them. Classical. I got them all, basically. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you got some vintage. Vintage. Rolex vintage is what you're looking for. Yeah. Listen, you said you don't have it on. You wouldn't wear an Omega. I told you I had one. I, I believe you. You went out and bought it yesterday. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. Look at the strap. I, I, uh, yeah. You know, I watched the game. It was so funny because I watched the game in a couple locations because I had I was – Moving around, you know, it's that time of year where the back-to-school deal goes on with the kids. You know, I got two-year-old that she's back-to-school night, and it's like, okay, the game is coming on in 10 minutes. So I'm watching part of the first quarter in her classroom. While they're giving you the curriculum for the year? Yeah, what? Uh, finger paint? Two finger paint. Then, <laughs> you forget how early it is on the West Here's Coast when that game for comes play on. Time. Yeah. But like yeah, it really it is seriously early on the West Coast when that game comes. Oh, out. it was the great. It's the greatest thing ever. The best it's, thing it's ever. The great, it's the best thing. Number ever. actually, number one thing about living on the West Coast is that, <laughs> and there are a lot and of so, good things. But that's great. And then I rolled into the restaurant for takeout, and then we had to. Then Jen had to go pick up the kids from the bus stop, and I watched the the second quarter at the restaurant. Got home at halftime. Whoever was playing halftime, I don't even know. But then I watched the second half from home. So that's how I consumed the game uh, along the way. It was 10-10 at half. They got the long 40 or 50, was it 57-yard field goal, 57 I think yard, it was? Yeah, yeah. 57 yeah, they got the long 
57 yeah. yard field goal for the half. And then all of a sudden, Buffalo unleashed. The 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 the, the Bills unleashed on almost said some words that have got us in trouble. Uh, a can on the Rams. That defense what just was in went, the can. It was a lot of whoop, you whoop know ass. what. Um in in the, the offensive line, they took advantage of the offensive line. It was just it was a it was a lopsided second half, and it was in favor of the Bills. That's what I can say. And Josh Allen looked ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. So Josh Allen looked like the MVP last night. I mean, we talked a lot about the hype that comes into these type of games, right? I think he exceeded the hype. The Bills are the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. And last night reminded me of those Madden games back in the day where I would play even today with some of my friends. It's like, yo, you up 21? You up 21? Put the sticks down. Put the sticks down, Rams. Like, this game is over. Like, it's done. So, for me, look, Allen will get a lot of credit, and he's deserving of it. Ken Dorsey, we talk about that missing. What happens? Brian Dable is no longer there. Ken Dorsey comes in seamlessly with Josh Allen. They do it. But that pass rush, man. I mean, Von Miller was the lead singer last night. He was doing his damn thing. They had seven sacks, and they were only rushing four. So we'll talk about the O-line of the Rams later, but that defense is looking like it's on the same page as the offense, and that's scary. See, that's the thing to me. Key and Jay is like, okay, Josh Allen was almost perfect in the first half, right? And he threw the one interception, but the first one – was nonsense. That was a completed pass, and we got to fig. We got to fix stats, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that. That goes statistically as an intercept, ridiculous, mm. right? But he was almost perfect. And then you look up, and the score is ten ten. And Key, I thought about you because you're the type of people see that's football. You know, you think, oh, rah rah, this guy is so great and everything, and you still might lose the game. But when you combine near perfect quarterback play with that defense, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, because, if, they, if, they, if they can play like that all year long, they're going to win a Super Bowl. Right. Can they sustain? The, the question isn't whether or not Josh Allen is good. The questions are always going to be coming into the season. Can they do what everybody is putting them out, putting them out front to do? Can they go into a hostile environment and do what you saw, be 26-31 for 300 yards, three touchdowns, I don't care about the interceptions, and run for a TD? Can you do – those sort of things and match it with the defense. Can you slow down the Rams' high-octane offense? Now, look, it's a long season. It's one game. Let's not all of a sudden start celebrating in Arizona and raising the Lombardi. The Rams will fix it. I guarantee you they will fix it, and the Bills just got to continue to get better so they, too, don't run into a situation in the middle of the year where they're derailed and everybody's saying, well, this is the Bills that we thought they would be. Yeah. I hear you when you say all that. I mean, I was saying that yesterday, and it felt like you were trending in a different direction about it being one game. But for me, like, we talked about yesterday, and you said it. What's their signature win for the Bills? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, it's a long season. Granted, there's a lot of work for every team in the NFL to do. The Rams will probably get a lot better. But, damn, that is a signature You know what Diana Rossini said on uh, this just in 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN yesterday? <laughs> it's like a nervous tick. Uh, she was like, well, the, the playoff win against the Patriots last year because they'd split those two games. And, Key, you talked about the, the win against the Patriots after the Patriots had beaten them in the cold weather in Buffalo. But yeah. then in the playoffs to wax a bit. And, and Diana's point was, they put up 47 points on a Belichick defense. Like, he doesn't have uh, 
He didn't, yeah. didn't have Tom Brady anymore, but they put up 47 in the playoffs on a Belichick defense. See, that's still, not, that's still not a signature win to me, and the reason it's not is because it's a, it's a team that wasn't expected to do much to begin with. The Pats. The New England Patriots. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of slid around and hung around, and that's what it was. This one, to me, is a big, big, big win. You rolling in on a Thursday night. They're celebrating the trophy. Everybody in the country is watching. They drop in. They stand crunkies up there, clapping with the glasses indoors. You got a whole thing going on. Stars are there. It's yeah. all aligned. And they roll in 20, what's Buffalo to L.A.? 2,500 miles? More. Maybe more. I don't know. I'm, I'm just yeah. guessing 2,500 yeah. miles or whatever. They roll in and wax you. Take care of business like no other. They dominated in the passing game Jalen Ramsey. They didn't get the necessary pass rush on Josh Allen. They just did things that a Super Bowl team, if they keep it up, that's how you win a Super Bowl. That's what a Super Bowl team looks like if it continues. You know, Von Miller, I don't want to overstate his importance, but it does seem to me that he was living in the backfield, and, you know, if he's on the Rams, remember, it's a 10-10 game at the half, right? If he's on the Rams, it's a closer game. I'm not saying the Rams win, but that's a closer game. And and there's a reason he's in Buffalo right now. He's smart, yep. and and smart teams want him. And this, this could be the third consecutive team or the third team that he's won. That he, you know, if they go all the way, third team he wins the Super Bowl the with. The Bills won by 21 points, and they had four turnovers. Yeah. Like just think what about that. What would that, that, what would, what, what would that be, uh, Max, off the top of my head? You said that. Third team win a Super Bowl. What would that be? Three Super Bowls in like five years, six years, something like that. Maybe more because the first one, the first one was already probably was 2015. Right? I don't. I, it, it, I want it's, it's short. Whatever the yeah, span is. Yeah, it's like is. seven years, three Super Bowls. Yeah, it's three it's Super Bowls, yeah. three different teams. And by the way, he played a big role on all of them if they yeah. win this one. Absolutely. Sean McVay and the Rams were humbled. This is according to Coach Thursday. Is it too early to panic for the Rams? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. So, so Dabo got a new deal, guys. Really? He did. How much you get, kid? Did you really? Did you really think he was it? Since Nick Saban got his deal, it's like, hold on, man. I got as many championships as him in the last couple of years. He makes what? I need to get. I need to get. You know, bump my number up. It's so funny in college, college football in particular. Uh, I don't necessarily see it in hoops, at least not yet in college basketball. But in football, every time I would do size within the next couple of weeks, another guy will sign basically the same deal. It's like. He's not as good as me. Well, he's not as good as me. Well, he got a million more than me. He could, I want to be equal to him. It's so funny because they're all close to the same. Yeah, but in Dabo's case, it's funny. What did what was Nick Saban's deal? He signed a ten year one twelve. One twelve and Dabo got one fifteen. You know what's interesting? I know yeah. the next. It's about the next guy up, just like you know. In but he wasn't schools. up. That's the thing. None of them are ever up. Yeah, they just it's right, all, right, right. That's a good point. They just said that. Oh, hold on, new, new situation. It's yeah. a new it, It's a new ball. It's a uh, uh, a new ball game. A new game in town. Jay just signed for six years, uh, eighty million. Max came in at six years, ninety two. Well, wait a minute, man. You know, I we all do the same. That's how it goes. But it's so funny when you're watching it because what if you invest all this money in the Dabo Sweeney? And the Clemson program does this. That's it just continues what, wait, to go like that. Guys, this is what I'm saying. A couple of years ago, it looked like, hey, is the Nick Saban era, meaning he's the, the number one guy, There's no, is that over? Because Dabo was right there. They were going back and forth over about a five, six-year period. Dabo's right there. That, I thought that was the strongest challenge in Nick Saban's career to his kind of crown. And there's Nick Saban, here's Alabama, and Clemson's already going in the wrong direction. But, guys, when you look like, – like, the Lakers compared to LeBron, right? Like, the Lakers are the bigger asset than LeBron James. Right. Right Now, it wouldn't be the same for Cleveland, but I, I get it. But still, business-wise, Cleveland would be, right? Like, in basketball, that's one way. In football, that's one way. But in college football, Dabo Sweeney, to me, feels bigger than Clemson, mm. right? Like, Nick Saban is bigger than Alabama. These coaches are the asset as there's revolving doors of all these kids coming in. They are the consistent. So even if they are trending in the wrong direction, like what, what was Clemson going to go through a rebuild with a new head coach? It, nobody's going to have the same pop as Dabo Sweeney would have. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that Dabo Sweeney's going in the wrong direction. No, no, I was just saying even if they keep uh, saying if they're not in the playoffs key, I'm saying from a relevancy perspective, Dabo Sweeney is relevant. That's why you pay him the money. Yeah, we'll see if he's – we'll see, Jay. We'll see. We'll see if he has staying power. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, who's the most relevant team in the ACC? Yes, Duke, in the ACC. basketball. Yeah. yeah. Who's the second most relevant team in the ACC? That's a good ball. Duke, ball. basketball. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN 2. We're on your smart speaker. Say play ESPN. KJM's right there. And we are on the ESPN app, which is probably already on your phone. So if you get to work wherever you still want to be listening, oh, man, I already got there. They're into something I want to hear. Just pop in the earpiece, whatever that is, the AirPods. Listen to us on the app. Guys, we did um, – we played a parlay, KJM Monday Parlay, Thursday edition. So how did we do Got me. yesterday? First game of the season. Jay took the over in total points, 52. Yep. Yet that there were only 41 total points. Come on, Rams. Key took no. the over. Stefan Diggs total receiving yards, and he hit it. 120 Dang. yards. The under over under was only 68 and a half. And I was going to take the under, and Jay said, Max, stick with that. But I thought, nope. Stafford's elbow is checking out, according to reports, and Tredavion White's not going to be there. I'm taking the over. No, it was the under 240 yards. So we did not hit the parlay. Yeah, I still think 240 is, I mean, it's just the offense in general, no matter who was there. For the Rams, that's a low, low, low What was even their total? I didn't even look at the box score because I don't really care. But what was the, what was the total yards on offense? I don't even know. It had to be if, – if, if that was 240, it had to be 300. I mean, you know. Yeah, they didn't tear it up on the ground. No, no. Uh, that was that was a bit of a bit of a shocker. I'm just glad I was able to <laughs> hit mine and be correct. Yeah, you know, I, I, was just, uh, I was just shocked about how the Rams, man, that, that offense just looks so anemic. I mean, it's granted their O-line had issues and the Bills pass rush got there whenever they wanted. But and I don't know, Key, is because of the, maybe the lack there of reps that Matthew Stafford has had with these pass catchers, right? It, it seemed, you know, not having OBJ there, not having, you know, Van Jefferson being hurt, injury. Like, I, I didn't even think Allen Robinson was on the field last night. No, he I was mean, out there. He I know he was out there, but was it seemed like the only one. trustworthy, <laughs> the only trustworthy target that Matthew Stafford had was Cooper Cup. Like that's what well, it Ma- felt like watching it. Well, Matthew Stafford wasn't sharp as, as just in general. Uh, he wasn't seeing it as clean as Josh Allen, and you could tell there was balls uh, selling a little high, a little hot. You know, it was a little bit of missed targets, things that were just. That turnover in the second half was because, yeah, he sailed it. Yeah, and and, and it happens. But I think when you look at this Rams offense and Sean McVay, Sean McVay puts too much emphasis on utilizing Cooper Cup. I know we think, okay, rightfully so, because statistically and all this sort of stuff, he does good. But when you force a guy the football as many times as the Rams or formations or formating a guy to a certain spot to get him the football – 
you're going to run into some problems. You have to, as I said yesterday on our show, going into this game, you have to develop somebody else. It, it, Cooper Cubs can get his numbers later on, but we got to find somebody else. And this is a thing that I would be doing to, today. I was about to say tomorrow as if it was yesterday, but today in the meeting is I would be tearing into somebody and let, letting them know you've got to step up because the guy over here, he can't do it all by himself. And if you don't all of a sudden separate from the defender and give Matthew Stafford another target, we'll be back here the following Monday having the same conversation again. Or better yet, so, it's Friday because it was a Thursday night. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I got it. Sh- Sean McVay called Thursday night's loss to the Buffalo Bills a humbling experience. So, you know, Key's like that's obviously what you're saying. Key is partly that's on the coach. He's got to have a game plan where not just on the receiver, right? where you got to get separation, but he's got to have a game plan where it's not just, hey, let's go to Cooper Cup. Here's Sean McVay at the post-game presser. We weren't ready to go. Um, I take a lot of uh, you know pride in that, and that's on me. I got to do better. There was a lot of decisions that I made that I felt like didn't put our players in good enough spots. So this is a humbling experience, but we're going to stay connected. We're going to all look inward. We're going to do a better job moving forward. But you give credit to the Bills, and then we've got to understand that we've got to have that mindset and mentality to be able to move forward accordingly. So when he says he doesn't got put guys in the right positions, key, uh, how much of it? is they're going to Cooper Cup early because it's the first game of the season. This is what they know how to do. And that's a lot on Stafford and other players. How much of it is McVay didn't do a good enough job? He, he, he said right there he just didn't do a good job. Let me try to, to simplify it a little bit, Max. It's almost like you, right? You, you go to the same restaurant all the time, and for one reason you feel like, all right, well, you know what, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to walk into this when it's different. You get there, you look at the menu, you go, ah, I'll just go over to Fred's. It's, yeah. I've been going to Fred's. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's the same thing that Sean is going through as a coach. He thinks about it. He looks at it. He goes, nah, I'd rather give the football to him because I know what he's capable of doing instead of forcing himself to get the other kids involved that's on the field. And that's what he's saying. I got to do a better job at putting guys in positions to make the play. I know I could do a good job of putting Cooper Cup in the position. Because I've had Cooper Cup for six years now. I got to do a better job at figuring out how to get the other guys involved so we're not sitting here looking up and, and, and saying to ourselves, oh my God, we're two and five. Jay, Jay what he is talking about is not like, I, I mean, you tell me, but, but it sounds to me like it's, it's an issue of coaches' discipline, right? It's easy to go to your default position that you know works, but you got to be disciplined to get the other guys involved. It, that all makes sense, and I, I get that there's a lot of onus on the offense and the lack thereof continuity with other players, other pass catchers, and that's Sean McVay's job to kind of create that action off the fly. But, man, the defense was dreadful. The secondary got roasted. He, the secondary got obliterated. Yeah, they didn't play David Long. Uh, the, the right corner didn't play particularly well in the game. Uh, yeah, but even that 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 fifty yard bomb that Josh Allen threw to to, to Diggs, man, like he just blazed past Jalen Ramsey, and I, I, I'm I'm all here for this today because well, Jalen Jalen Ramsey has allowed a deep touchdown in four of his last six games, including the playoffs. Ramsey has gone the previous sixty five games without allowing a single one. Like so, watching even the motion last night, Stephon Diggs, and I get that Ramsey didn't always go with him via motion. 
But, Key, their, their secondary just got twisted left and right. It was like Josh Allen was able to do whatever he wanted to do. So uh, there is some onus on the defense of Raheem Morris as well. Well, I think a lot of times in week one, you're going to see some lopsided situations. And I, and I don't think Jalen Ram. look, Jalen Rams is a good corner, right? It, but a lot of times you get put in positions, maybe there's a bad call, there's a missed situation where you think you got one particular person helping you out, you're looking for that help, and all of a sudden he's not there, you let him go. And a Stephon Diggs touchdown, I don't necessarily know that that was on Jalen Ramsey just based on how he was playing the football in the air. His body language, his hips to the sideline, kind of allowing Stephon Diggs to get up on him as if he was pushing him to the safety. So I don't really know. I don't know the call. I would hate to put that on Raheem Morris or Jalen Ramsey. But I can tell you one thing. Jalen Ramsey did not play well. When Stephon Diggs was on him or whoever else, they completed passes. Look at that, Keith. I mean, it's just you, you seven, see the stats, Keith. six, receiving yards, 94. This is with Jalen like, Ramsey as the nearest on, defender. Let's go through it because the numbers look bad. He was targeted seven times. And those seven attempts, six receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. And the passer rating for, uh, for um, Josh Allen with Jalen Ramsey – as the defender was 158.3. He got roasted. Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it that way by saying nearest <laughs> defender. No, I'm serious. If you want to look at it that way by saying nearest defender, that means that that ball was in his area. I mean, yep. the, the, you know, it was in his area. Whatever it was, whether it was zone, whether it was man-to-man, whether it was quarters, whatever the case was, it was in his trade area, and therefore he did not cash in, so therefore he gets the blame, Max. One of, the, of our NFL analysts says Justin Fields should demand a trade. Is Chicago setting up Justin Fields for failure? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Is anything ever a lock? You better lock it. You better lock it. No, you lock it. You lock it. The answer could be a yes today. It's a lock. As KJ and Max lock it in. It's a lock. 
Keyshawn, J. Willemax. We're on ESPN Radio. You got the ESPN app on your phone? Oh, you don't? Download it. If you got it, <laughs> you can hear us live on the app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, 888-729-3776-888-SAY-ESPN. What is you most excited about your NFL team this season? Your NFL team this season. What are you most excited about? I can tell you right now. Daniel Jones? No. Saquon Barkley. Telling you, man, Saquon's getting ready to do something. <laughs> what, 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 is, what, what is he getting ready to do, man? Getting ready to put up He's, some numbers. You got to tell yourself stuff, Key. You know how you got to make yourself believe it. He, hold on. He had 2,000 yards from scrimmage with 15 TDs as a rookie behind the worst line in the league with one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. When was that? Okay, he was a Four rookie, but, but but what I'm saying is if he's physically oh, I believe, good, I, I then he should be him. better than when he was a rookie and he's got a line. And I'm not knocking you. I believe in him. I, yeah. I was with Saquon. I want to see Saquon you. win. You're I'm knocking it. He was with I'm Saquon. I hear he dro- dropped the name. Yeah. I'm, I'm knocking Max. Okay, why? Max, because Max said he's going to do something, but you didn't tell me there's something he was going to do. He is going to have an elite running back season. I think he has a chance to be the best running back in the NFL this year. I thought he was the best back overall, actually, as a rookie, tell you the truth. I kind of feel like you're teetering on a hot take. Oh, it's, I, I'm trying. Yeah, you, you're, you're working yourself there. Uh, so yeah. Jay, you yeah. have my number. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I know so you in, so in well. Your, yeah. In your mind, he's going to be better than Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, uh, Jonathan Taylor. You know, I got to tell Josh you. Josh Jacobs. Oof. I got to tell you. Yes, the answer is yes. I thought, no, I'm just asking yeah. you. I'm, I, I'm I thought not, uh, Christian I'm not McCaffrey. I'm challenging you. Christian McCaffrey, to me, like everything that McCaffrey does, Saquon ought to be able to do better. He's a little bigger, stronger, and faster. And otherwise, they're similar in a lot of ways. And McCaffrey's unbelievable when he's healthy. So, yeah. As a Giants fan, I want to see Saquon have a breakout year. Contract year, I want to see him do it. Yeah. Me too. Just want to see it. Listen, give us something to watch this year, guys. Come on. Please. So, all right. Are we going to play lock it in or what? Hey. Hey. Jay. Yes. What would you like to lock in? I'm going to lock in a pick 'em game. Right. I'm gonna, it's a revenge game for Baker Mayfield. Look, first off, I don't think the Panthers' defense is scared of Jacoby Brissett at all. And I get edge rushers and Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett, and that's going to be intimidating. But I think with a healthy Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, I think with the Baker Mayfield in a revenge game, I, I, look, I, I think the Panthers win this one. And, and here's a stat that kind of blows my mind, Key. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Over the past 17 season openers for the Browns, they were 0 and 16 and 1. Their last season opener that they won was in 2004. Oh my God! 2004. Yo, think so about this that one being on the road. I, I'm I'm going I'm going with the Panthers Yo, to win this ho- one. Hold up, you mean to tell me a kid was oh born. so Cleveland's going to Carolina? I don't know why yeah. I thought Carolina was going to Cleveland because we were making so much out of. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I thought that because we were making so much. We've been making so much out of Baker in Cleveland. I'm thinking he's going back to Cleveland. But Key, do you hear that stat? For yeah, I se- heard it. like there's a kid born. But Cleveland he, in, been in, sorry, you know, in Cleveland. But huge, damn, Key, 2004. His, his dad's in the in the dog pound. Right? Like every everything's Cleveland all over the house. Browns, Browns, Browns. He goes through all of preschool, elementary school, <laughs> junior high school. <laughs> High school has never seen the Browns win an opener. <laughs> the kid's going off to college thought, I mean, now, never seen thought, them an opener. I would at least thought the last couple of years, you know, they probably would have won without looking at it. If you'd have just said, hey, you know, what's the over-under on Cleveland winning week one over the last couple of years, I would have been like, oh, yeah, over. They won. Had to. But, 
Had to at some point. I, That's unreal. 16 one Yeah, but they've been bad, though, so they get a little bit of a pass this year, I guess. And, Jay, you're they, saying they're going to nah. be 0-17-1. I just don't say I, I have the Panthers. It, it, gut, gut check. You know how you wanted to go with your gut yesterday on the yes. under with Matthew Stafford and yes. you turned My yourself? Gut, yep. Yes. I'm going with the gut check. Yeah, I hear you. By the way, I think I agree with you. Okay, we're going to roll with you then, even though – didn't work out for you last night. But. In the parlay. I'm up, I'm up overall, though, Key. Don't get it twisted. Overall what? Over the In course the of your life? In the big of betting, I'm up. Oh, you are? I'm up. Absolutely, man. You didn't see that new yacht he just bought? Yeah. Of course he's up. No, that's uh, yeah, that's why Stephen they built. Smith on it when by the way, that's how they they pay for the casinos in Vegas because everyone's up. That's why they build those yeah. casinos with all the, the losses of, they take. It, it, that's the name of his yacht. I'm up. <laughs> what what casino in Vegas? Huh? Which one? All of them. Yeah. Like they, I'm not they up, built I'm them. Not up on all of them. Now. No, no. I'm just saying, like they built them because everyone's always up on the casino. That's how everybody they're able claims to pay for they're it. up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how did you do? Oh, I did well. I was okay. I'm up a little bit. I'm up a little bit. Name my boat was. You say the name my boat was. I'm up. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. I'm up. Crazy things happening in that boat. <laughs> to, uh, tune in to a football doubleheader Sunday as the Jets get roasted by the Ravens. Why would you write that, Shannon? Come on, just you know, write it straight. Followed by Packers at Vikings. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Guys, Dominique Foxworth. Uh-oh. What he says right away, it's an uh-oh says Justin Fields should demand a trade. Here he is on the Dominic Foxworth show. Justin Fields should demand a damn trade. They don't have enough good players and their cap is messed up. They did not draft and sign all that well. And now they're in a the position that they're in. But in general, like none of that is Justin Fields fault. Think about little five-year-old Justin Fields is looking to be a champion. He wants to be an all-time great. And now he's all grown up and done everything he could do to get here. And your bad decision, not even anybody who's still in the building, bad decision set him up to have his career squandered. Hold out. Force a trade. Key? (laughs) (laughs) I understand what he's saying, but there's a plan in place for Justin Fields. There's a plan in place for the Chicago Bears moving forward in the future. They took this job knowing that 2022 was not going to be a successful year and whatever little bit of evaluation they can get out of this, much like the New York Giants, for instance, or any other team that comes in with a new staff, a new front office, and very little players, is you want to use this as a a learning culture-building situation. They got a a ton of money to spend in cap space next year. They'll have picks. They'll have everything – that they need to move things forward for 23, 24, 25, and thereafter. So I'm not really, I'm not really worried about Justin Fields. He just got to stay. They got to protect him and keep him healthy and make sure that they're doing the right things with him so he can develop and be a foundational piece, a serious foundational piece for them moving forward. You see, Key, I'm with you. I, and I know Neek was being tongue-in-cheek with it, right? Like, oh, demand a trade. I, I, hate I don't know that. if he was. I, think I hate serious. that narrative that it presents, though. Because a reason why you get drafted high, typically, is you're going to a bad team, right? So it, 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 there's almost like a sense of entitlement that feels like not only are we going to pay you millions of dollars to play a sport that every living person on this earth would love to play, but now it's like, oh, you, you can't go to a bad team that's made bad decisions before because, you know, who has time to be patient 
to allow a team or a franchise to actually build it the right way. Plus, we got you. you. You're supposed to elevate us. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that's, that's part of the reason why we draft you so high. So, like, that sense of entitlement about, like, well, well you got a new GM in Ryan Poles. You got a new head coach in Matt Eberflus. Like, they're moving on from Matt Nagy, which there are a lot of questions around. Like, he went through a year where he had to actually earn it. It wasn't just given to him. Like, damn, okay, fine, Justin. Go out and take it. You know, like, uh, don't create a narrative of entitlement. I, I hate that. There's, um, I, I like, I, when I was in college, I started reading chess books, right? And, and my favorite ones were the ones that showed you step by step the difference between the way a master plays and different levels play. Even if you see a master, which is above an expert, play an expert, the difference is they both tactically are good. I do this, he does that, I get this. But the difference is the master is always doing that, always doing that as part of a, big, a bigger plan, whereas the expert, sometimes those slick moves aren't attached to a plan. So, Key, I understand what you mean by, like, this is part of a plan. But you know how the way I said, Jay, you got my number? I think, Key, I have yours in this respect. You, because you have seen the way plans work, the way it really operates and works at the highest level when it works, I think have a tendency to always give the benefit of the doubt to the plan. But a lot of that depends on the planner. Like Dave Gettleman had a plan, apparently, right? How that turned out. No, he out. didn't. He didn't have a plan. Well, you don't even think he had a plan. <clears throat> no. You don't have a plan reaching for Daniel Jones when there's other quarterbacks in sandwiched in the year before and the year after. But, but in other words, like, I think when wrong. you – th- okay, so let's – maybe it's a bad example. But I think <laughs> Very when, you bad see, example. <laughs> when you see someone and you can detect a plan, you are liable to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, hold on. Give well, them time, it's, let's see but, if it but works. See, but not everyone has good plans. But but it's obvious, though, uh, Max, that Chicago has a plan based on what they've already done, how they moved on from Khalil Mack, how they moved on from other players, how they trade players, cut players, uh, didn't sign. In. Look, come on, man. Give me one receiver on the team right now. Quick, let's go. Give they're, me a name. They're saving their money for when, it's, for when the time is right. It's obviously a plan. They didn't right. sign. Anybody. In other words, it's not just that they have a plan. They have a plan that is recognizable to you and, and seems to make sense. Nope. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Straight up. They, nope. never, they didn't sign a receiver that made any sense. I mean, they got Mooney and, and, they, and, and St. Brown. And, but that's, those are bodies to feel. You know, Nikhil Harry's a body trading for him. That was just a body to get through 17, 18 weeks of football. So There's you approve no, of their just, plan. What I'm saying, Key, is since not yes. everyone makes – so you're saying I yeah. see that they have a plan and I think that it makes sense from where I'm sitting. Yeah, and, and, and what are we in now? We're in uh, September. So next year, next September, ask me that same question, and I'll tell you what the plan looked like, if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Right now, it looks really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. But just, we might get the next September. And it might not be the plan that we all envisioned. But the left yeah, but turn at Albuquerque, yeah. According to the plan, I don't like the fact that ne- like people start creating the plan about, hey, year two for a quarterback, demand a trade. In year two, Key, like it's as not, a former it, player I, I, for Nick, and I love Nick, but come on, man, year two? But like, he doesn't yeah, like I what he sees. Well, I don't like what it. I see on a lot of teams. Doesn't mean that you can't barrel through it. You can't become better Yeah, but barreling through some things that Dominique, has been in the situations on bad teams and good teams. And sometimes people see what could potentially be a roadblock in one's career that will move them forward. Agreed. But I mean, the full comment, he also said Trevor Lawrence should demand a trade. Like, so like you don't even give an organization time oh, to realize see. 
I didn't know realize about okay, like well they made a move. Doug Peterson is way better than what they have before in Urban Meyer. So like I'm not look if if it gets to year four, you're like you start getting too late at that point. Let hey Jay, let's let's people want to weigh in on this. You want to hear from I want to hear people on it. Keyshawn J. Will from Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation. Don't you know we have a nation? I didn't know we had a nation. That means we have a nation. Big that means time. we're big time. Eric in Indiana, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. IU. Hey, guys, this is Eric. Uh, like Max said, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I appreciate you guys, the different perspectives you bring every day. Uh, J. Will, I wanted to talk to you about Justin, Will, or Justin Fields with Chicago. At what point do we, you know, get away from this idea of you, you are entitled as a young kid coming into the NFL and start acknowledging that, we're destroying this kid's uh, opportunity to have a legacy in a professional sport. Well, I mean, look, I, I think a lot of players who have gotten drafted have gotten drafted to unfortunate situations where management hasn't necessarily been the best, right? But if there's a plan in place for the Bear, and it's to be determined with Ryan Poles and company and Matt Eberflus, I understand that. But in, in year two to say, hey, this is just a train wreck and we're not going to give it a chance, how will any organization ever have a chance to even rise? How, how did Golden State rise? Because it didn't work out in the first year for Stephen Curry, demand a trade? I mean, you can go through a list of certain teams. like So it's not working for we the Chargers and Justin Herbert? Guys, because we, they haven't made it to the playoffs in two years, and now they're still building. Like, we should have Dominique on the show because I wonder, because he said in that comment, you want to listen to the sound again? Listen to Dominique. Uh, just listen to this part where he says decisions that were made by people who aren't him. even in the building anymore. So is, does, does Dominique believe? It, it seems to me like you would have no faith in the new regime for you to say he should demand a trade now, or does he think it's going to take too long for the new regime to turn this around and, it's going to, and, and Fields won't develop? I wonder, but listen to what Dominique said. Justin Fields should demand a damn trade. They don't have enough good players, and their cap is messed up. They did not draft and sign all that well, and now they're in the position that they're in. But in general, <laughs> like none of that is Justin Fields' fault. Think about little five-year-old Justin Fields is looking to be a champion. He wants to be an all-time great. And now he's all grown up and done everything he could do to get here. And your bad decision, not even anybody who's still in the building. See right there. Bad See right decision there. set him up to have his career squandered. He thinks. Hold out. Force a trade. He thinks Thank that you. his career is being squandered. How? He just got there. That's what I'm saying, Key. It's his second year. Sam based Macho. On everything, based on everything that that um Dominique said right there you only approach this in the beginning meaning that you tell the Chicago Bears if you felt this way don't draft me because I don't want to go to a bad organization I lie Eli Manning Chargers Giants uh 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 John Elway Coats, I don't want to be in this organization. If you felt that way because when you were five years old to where you are today, the team hasn't really done anything. That's the only time that you demand a trade. Not when you're already on the team and you you start quarterback and you haven't been there a week. You don't know. I mean, that's Sam Macho, Dominique. 
Foxworth says that Justin Fields' career is going to be squandered with Chicago because of decisions partly that are made before these new regimes Which was even decisions? there. decisions? Like, what is it? He's talking about the rebuild that's going on right now? Yeah. Or he's talking about – and so he says that sh- – That he should demand a trade because he's squandering his career – in this situation. And, and by the like way, you hear like what Ryan you, Pace and Matt Nagy. I mean, Key and Jay make a lot of great points, and, and the caller does too. Like, you got to give them time. Let's realize the plan. You know, on the other hand, it's a bad offensive line. There are no receivers. He's now in year two. Like, is he, are they going to get it together by year three, by year four? Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, the reason that it's a bad offensive line, there's no receivers, because they're trying to build for long-term sustainable success. And, and unfortunately, sometimes in the NFL, if you want to have long-term sustainable success, if there was a bad regime beforehand, you have to tear it down to the studs. Right. And so I could – so, like, and I, the, this is the second year. Like he was a rookie last year. You know what I mean? He didn't even you – know, he didn't start from the beginning of the season last year, right? We was like, will he, when will he play? He got in. Like, so I think it's okay to have a rebuilding year this year. And let's say, let's say they have a – they do have a bad offensive line, right? They don't have any receivers, right? But I think that's okay if you're going to have long-term success from maybe not even years three, but years four to years ten, right? Years, yeah. Like I, absolutely, I, yeah. I mean, hey. that's what I. That's what it, it, Sam is saying the same thing I said. Yeah. We're not. The plan is twenty-three and beyond. That's the plan. Let's let's get our cap intact. Let's evaluate the players that we have. Let's see who we got, and then we move forward. If you're telling me in twenty-four. That we're doing the same thing in 25, we're doing the same thing. That's a different situation, a different story. That means that you're probably going to be very bad and you're going to get new coaches in there again. So we're coming off the first week of the season, first game of the season. Bills were touted and touted. FPI said Rams are going to win. The odds maker said the Bills are going to win. Boy, the Bills look good, Sam. What's your big takeaway from last night? Uh, it, was, it was Von Miller. And not only what Von Miller did, but Von Miller, Von Miller, the Von Miller effect. Right, like there, there's no because of what we saw. Yeah, and I, it's it's the first game, right? But like that's why the Buffalo Bills are the favorite. What that defense did, they were already the number one defense in the NFL last year. The only struggle they had was getting to the quarterback. And now last night they had seven. Last year they had 42 total sacks. Last night they had seven. Hmm. Right? I thought they had 42 last night. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt, felt like they had 42. And so one, and yeah, Vaughn was getting off the quarterback, but it was it was everyone. It was Jordan Phillips had a couple sacks in the first half. It was Boogie Basham made some plays. Everybody else ate because of Vaughn. And so I think we know how good Josh Allen is, and I think he looks better. Right? There were questions, man. What's going to happen, offensive coordinator? Uh, you know, well, no, they're fine at offensive coordinator. Ken Dorsey, did, uh, week one, did 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 a great job, um, but. That defense and Von Miller specifically, and that pass rush was what was missing in the playoffs, and now they have it. So for me, it's like this isn't like all oh, the Rams were were low. You know, they were kind of surprised. No, this is who the Bills are. Sam, I, I want to talk a little bit about the Rams secondary, in okay. particular Jalen Ramsey. Right, that fifty-yard bomb that Josh Allen threw, where you know Key kind of broke down. I don't know what coverage he was in, yeah. but it, it seems like he's been getting exploited. Like, the, the, the last couple of games, I remember, even in the playoffs last year, we've seen it multiple times now. Like, what was your take on the secondary? Yeah, I was talking to, R, uh, talking to RC earlier, and he made a great point that sometimes when you're a feared, sec- feared corner and people don't fear you anymore, that's a problem. Mm. It's a problem because now, number one, they're going to go out. Even, even last year, look at uh, Trevon Diggs. Like, man, this dude, you know, he's going to pick it up. People weren't really scared of him, per se. They were attacking him. He was one of the most targeted corners in the NFL. Offenses and offensive coordinators, they will test you. And they're testing Jalen Ramsey, and recently he hasn't been passing that test. And so he needs to get his swagger back at the end of the day. He needs to get that confidence back, and, and I think he'll be able to do it. 
But what we've seen recently hasn't been that elite level Jalen Ramsey we're used to. And obviously there's some coverage stuff. We've got to figure out what that was. But there are also some plays that he just got beat on. And, and remember like Revis Island and uh, people just weren't even throwing that way. There's even a time in Patrick Peterson's crew, people weren't even throwing that way. You can name a couple corners. Well, now they're targeting you. So now it's time you really got to step up and be like, no, nah, I am Jalen Ramsey. Let me show you why I'm the best corner in the league. Well, what happens in these situations, and you know this, Aljo, is that when you got somebody like Jalen Ramsey who essentially has been in a system that has protected him and it's not really a true man-to-man type situation, other teams know that, and they try to attack it and expose it, especially when you have a dominant wide receiver. Stephon Diggs is not chopped liver, so it's not like he's out there playing against Cole Beasley or something. I mean, that's the reality of it. He is playing against one of the top three, four, five receivers in the league, depending on who you ask it. And I grew up in, a, in the NFL at a time where every team had at least one and a half cornerbacks that you had to worry about. But because the teams that I was on, we also had receivers. So we had to challenge those receivers. We didn't shy away from them, right? We went at them, and that's the same way the Buffalo Bills did last night. And they said, hey, we understand that we got an all-pro and we understand he's good. But guess what? We got an alpha dog over here that's looking to eat. And that's why they just said, okay, where's five? We're going to throw at five. Sam. I mean, there was a once upon a time you mentioned it, Revis Island, Prime. They would not throw at him. But every now and then, you think they didn't throw with Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin at Deion Sanders? Yes, because they had something that could combat the other side. So he, he said um, they protected Jalen Ramsey just now. Key said, in the, but – so is he more Asamoah than Revis? Like, you know, is that what's being seen here? That, that's not what's being seen. Um, but, you know, you know, his best year a couple years ago, like, there's a new defensive coordinator. And so, like, for a couple years ago, it was Brandon Staley calling that defense. I think that was one of his best years, right? Like, highlighted all of his strengths. And I don't know. I, he's definitely more Revis than Asamoah, like 100%. Oh, but yeah, for sure, something 100%. Needs, I just want to see that confidence back. I want to see that, like, you ain't – there's no way I, – I dare you to throw it at me back. And obviously this is, this is the first week of the season. But going back to the last time we saw him, there were some issues as well based off of the expectation. You can get more from Sam Macho on a terrific show on ESPN. Jeez. Get up. Oh, look at the 8 crossover. 8 a.m. Eastern. The crossover. Ah, ah you like yeah, that one. Like yeah. That. <laughs> this guy. All right, we want to hear from you. What has you most excited about your NFL team this season? And did the Bills put the rest of the NFL on notice? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.